if you're looking for the We Got Ice podcast, congratulations. It's going to happen. What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Baseball's Dirty Little Secret, joined by the Rumble of Ponies. Or the he who rumbles, the pony man. And producer Wilson, you are welcomed to the We Got Ice podcast, the We Got Ice experience. I think a lot... Should I say welcome back to the We Got Ice podcast or We Got Ice? I don't know which is better. Before Lorenzo talks... Um, what else? What I, okay, you can talk. Thank God. I thought you were going to ramble on for you and Wilson, dude. You guys just start talking about like politics mm-hmm. in the middle of our meetings before the pod. Yeah. And I'm like, please stop. I don't need this right now. That reminds me, before you talk, we hit 200,000 followers on TikTok. Thank you guys so much. And to commemorate it, we're going to talk, we're going to debate politics the entire podcast in celebration. So yes. strap in. So Jack, do you believe in climate change? Me or Wilson? I'm pretty sure your name is Jack, unless you oh, okay. legally changed his name no, without sorry. me knowing. Can you call me by my real name? <clears throat> Baseball's uh, dirty little secret, Doyle. Uh, do you believe in climate change? I do. Wow. Politics have been... I'm amazing. actually a huge fan of climate change. I want to <laughs> melt the ice caps. Melt the ice caps. <laughs> You know those memes where the guy with the sign just say, melt the ice caps, yeah. <laughs> stand on the street? You, you know the chant that's like, I believe that we will win. I say, I chant that like, <laughs> I believe that we can win for climate change. So I truly believe in climate change. I think Jack's, I can do it. Jack's by the uh, the ice caps with just a, a hair a hair dryer. Like, I believe that we can win. Yeah. <laughs> Melting on one ice cap at a time. But we got ice. What happens if climate change? Are we going to melt? Is our podcast going to melt away? Yeah, it'd be, we got puddles. And sadness. Ooh. We got depression. We got depression. If we did puddles, we got puddles could be a really good off-spin podcast. I'd be into it. I think I had a stuffed animal when I was a kid, three years ago, um, and his name was Puddles. I think. What kind of animal? I need to know. I think it was a panda. That's not a good panda name. It's got to be an what? ocean animal if it's called Puddles. It seems I like a layup. Or a puddle animal. A panda is not an ocean animal. I mean, if you put one in it, anything can happen. <laughs> Just yeet the panda in the ocean. <laughs> the ocean panda now. Can pandas swim? So, pandas, I'd bet, cannot swim. Uh, how much are we betting? DraftKings, sponsor us. A DraftKings sponsor. Okay, bet. Yes. Pandas can protect themselves. They can also swim. Okay, well, though? He's like, I can swim, but not well. That, they don't say that. I got a Minecraft picture of a panda when I said, do panda swim? And so well, we're using that as facts based on this podcast. I was talking about Minecraft this whole okay, time. Okay, good. Minecraft yeah. is a fun time. It is. So how have you been? I've been good. Uh, 200K was pretty cool. Love that. Took you Yabo and Wiffle Ball. Felt good about that. Kind of mm-hmm. haven't Four stopped times. facing myself since. I've just been looking in the mirror like, you yeah. did it. Yeah, if I mean, if you you're if you're here from TikTok, thank you. If you're not, go follow the TikTok. But I'm I'm assuming everyone's here from TikTok. We had a huge shoot day. We recorded like a bunch of wiffle ball at bat videos because the people like it, and it was. I think my stuff was the best it's been in a while. I think your hitting was the best it's been in a while. It good stuff coming. It it felt like a good day. I I left happy. I did get a hole in my sock though because I went shoeless and. I got sad, and then the age-old question got brought up to me of, 
do you keep that hold sock or do you throw it out? Because you know you're going to keep it for way too long and you're never going to wear it, but you're just going to keep it. So what I do is I separate myself from the situation. I am a bystander. If it gets thrown out, I'm okay with it, but I'm not going to actively throw it out. If, it, if I pick it up and have to put it on, so be it. But I'm not going to make an action decision. I respect that. I've actively put it on my foot, seen the hole, taken it off, put it back into my like the sock drawer. And I'm yeah. like, he's not ready oh. to let it go. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm like, maybe one day I'll need this. It's true. It's like with old clothes. I'll hold on to it for like eight years and be like, ah, maybe one day I'll wear that shirt I wore in middle school one day. That's respectable. I think that's a quality <laughs> that people need. It is. Pandas and old clothes. That's what we bring. Oh, last thing I wanted to get in our opening banter is that some fans started a subreddit for us, and I think True. it might have been the peak of my human existence. I'm very yeah, go happy follow the subreddit. It. We got ice baseball. I'll tag it in the I'll tag it in the link in the video in the below. So check that out. But I think it is so funny, and I just want people to post obscure photos of Jack on it. That's all I want. So you. Yes. <laughs> I am going to be operating as a troll in the chat, just posting right. every photo I can find of Jack that's funny. So prepare yourselves. Teach their own. I'm excited Everyone has about a hobby, it. I guess. I've always wanted a Reddit. It's a, it's a big moment for me. It's a good time, yeah. So go follow that. Go follow the TikTok. And follow your hearts, most importantly. I, I'm Am into right? following our hearts. We should follow some baseball, because that's what we kind of do here. we got to talk a little bit of baseball. Weird week for baseball because I was extra zoned in on the Red Sox this week. I'm sure we'll mm -hmm. talk Red Sox. They had a big series against the Yanks. A little preview. But the rest of the league, I kind of forgot about. So it's going to be an interesting episode. But buckle in, strap in, open your ear holes. We're coming in. <laughs> That's Whoa, whoa. You can't just say open your ear holes and you're coming in. You that seemed a, little, seemed a little much. God, at least knock, Jack. But... How about we start Red Sox then? Because I was also super locked in. We'll go for the rest of the league. I got some stuff written down about that. But let's start Red Sox then because I really – I'm excited to get there, Jack. They swept the New York Yankees out of Fenway Park. The second time the Red Sox and the Yankees have met this season. The second time the broomsticks have been bought from Lowe's. 6-0 against the Yankees this season. Pretty good stuff. Big weekend at Fenway. Not only did it suit the Yankees, Dustin Pedroia was honored, which reminded me – Okay, final opinion on Dustin Pedroia as a Red Sox fan is, does he belong in the Hall of Fame, yes or no? Red Sox Hall of Fame? Baseball Hall of Fame. No. I agree. Unbiased answer, no, because literally no one can get in. Nobody can get in. It is yeah. the only thing it's harder impossible. to get into there is just, wow, I blanked. I had a good joke. It was there. He blanked. It was right there, and then it mm -hmm. just disappeared, and now I'm upset. I've been sad. That does remind me. We I made a video of something we talked about on a prior podcast of ideas to improve the home run derby, where the Hall of Famers, every Hall of Famer on the ballot goes Ooh. in the outfield. Who, whoever feels the most balls gets in. And it was received very well. Like, an outstanding amount of people were like, MLB, like, this is it. This is it. This is how you save the game. So, once again... Yes, we're prophets. Yes, everything we say is true and the best. I agree. And apparently, Dustin Pedroia is going to be out there shagging because we don't think he's going to get in. So he's going to be sitting on the ballot for a little while. I did think it was interesting because 
a little bit of quick Red Sox thing. If we now if Dustin Pedroia doesn't get in, does any Red Sox from two thousand the two thousand seven and two thousand thirteen championship make it into the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. It's kind of weird. A team that won two well, championships in six years. Is Poppy in it? No. No, he's not. He's not eligible for the ballot, but he's not going to get in because of steroids. Yeah, so I, he would be the guy if there was a guy. Yeah, he would be, but I don't think he's going to get in. So I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's kind of weird. A little weird, yeah. I mean, the Baseball Hall of Fame is hard to get into because baseball has so many scandals. There is a lot of Hall of Fame talking. Like, people are like, it's the Hall of Good or it's the Hall of Fame because people are like, that guy, Hall of Fame should be reserved for, like, the best players in the spot. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I mean, that's what it is. It's just best is so subjective. Yeah, it's like the best at what? Like, I'm the best Jenga player of all time, but you don't see me bragging about it. And things are so fast moving. The only person that would get in if we were going from, like, a zoom out angle is Trout. Exactly. I did see there was a lot of people doing, like, top five baseball lists on Twitter this week. I don't really know why. It was cool to see that Trout was, like, a unanimous one. It was, like, Trout... And Babe Ruth were, like, the people I saw the most. And I was like, that's that's pretty cool that, like, he's yeah. up there. But back to the Red Sox with the Yankees because we got a little bit off topic there. I think it was maybe the most enjoyable weekend of Red Sox baseball I've watched since they won the World Series in 2018. I was having a great time. I agree. I, the last season, we got beat down by the Yankees. Am I wearing a Red Sox shirt? No, I'm not. Um, it was horrible. And – what we said to each other was, we just want to compete. Like, we're no, we're not going to win the World Series this year. It's not going to happen. But to be able to compete and beat the Yankees, especially the rivals, is so fun. And we did that. Exactly. We beat them down bad. Um, got to Garrett Cole in Game 3. Just played good baseball. Had some weird stuff happen. Like, weird th- three weird games. But we won them all. So we're feeling spicy. I'm feeling spicy, and I think your compete point is huge for Red Sox fans because I feel like we have a good amount of Red Sox fans who listen to this in the sense Hopefully. that – so Garrett Whitlock, the reliever for the Red Sox, who came over from the Yankees. Oh, Bloom was just salivating this. Adam Ottavino and Garrett Whitlock were just dropping D against the Yankees, both of them who he acquired from the Yankees, and it was very funny to watch. Like – the amount of Heim Bloom's meme going around was great, and I was like, I'm having a great time. It was like the first time since he's gotten here that we've seen like his like his touch on the baseball team, where it's like, oh, those are really good moves he made. Heim Bloom needs a TikTok, and right oh now I am saying I will run it. Um, you just have to put in your details, give me your information, maybe the Red Sox phone number, and I will run your TikTok because that man. We need to see more of him. We need to see him doing trends and dances. The world needs it. My favorite picture of all time of Bloom is him during the draft when he drafted Blaze Jordan. He's just leaning mm-hmm. there like a, a bathrobe type looking thing with a cup of coffee. I'm like, who is this guy? What is he doing? My favorite picture of him is later that day of that picture was taken. He's in the bathrobe, but it's a different setting. Different so setting. Say. Hey, hey, no, yeah. sometimes it gets hot in there. But there was a turn of the corner between Red Sox players this weekend, and I felt like they were tasting themselves. And then Garrett Whitlock gets asked in a press conference after. He's like, you know, you guys were meant to compete out here. And he goes, no, I think to the statement, we're here to win. Mm. And I'm like, win the World Series, Garrett? What you trying to say, man? You trying to say you were the best Garrett on the mound this weekend, but are you going out there like W's for the World Series? Heim, make some trades. 
I would love that. I would also be scared of it, but if we're, I want, I think the goal of the season, I think I said this honestly before, like last year, the goal of the season is to be buyers. If we can buy, that'd be insane. I Stupid, do. Maybe. On here though, I'm coming out of a hot take. June 27th officially. I wish I had a hammer. Bump. The Yankees are dead. I think they're gonna sell. I do. I don't think they're gonna buy. I think Yankees are selling. They're fourth place in the American League. Scott, dude, we're June 27th. This Thursday marks the halfway point of the baseball season. Ooh. Thursday is the 80th. We should buy a cake. We're doing this for 81 games. Um, So halfway through the baseball season, we officially know what every team is. We know that the Red Sox are a fun, scrappy, talented baseball team. Maybe doesn't have enough talent, but they'll play hard every night, and they're going to win most of the time. We know that the Yankees are underachieving, high payroll team with not a lot of discipline or baseball instincts and just not a good team. Good players and not a good team. That doesn't change after halfway through the season. You don't just magically wake up one day and know how to run the bases now. Like, they're a bad baseball team. And Garrett Cole got shellacked this weekend. It was the worst June. Uh, his June ERA of a four six five was his worst month as a starting pitcher since 2017 with the Pittsburgh Pirates. He gave up nine home runs, which is the second most home runs he's allowed in a month in his career. Pretty bad. Pretty bad with the sticky stuff. Oh, I brought some stuff on that too. So everyone mm-hmm. in the chat who's like a Yankees fan is probably going to be like, you know, it's just bad months. And bad months happen. I agree, you know. Sometimes you go against the Red Sox murderous row. You're going to get, you're going to give some stuff up to Rafi Devers. How could you not? He's a great player. True. Beautiful swing. But his four-seam fastball. So Cole, in the month of June, ever since they announced the sticky substance rule in baseball, his average four-seam velocity has ticked up, actually. It's the highest of any month in his MLB career, averaging at 98 mile per hour because his average spin rate on his fastball is at its lowest it's been since July of 2018. It's at 2,398 RPMs, the lowest it's been since 2018 before his time with the Astros. So, seems like things go hand in hand. Can't spin it as much, trying to Run throw harder. it a little harder, and you're Less getting kind of, kind of getting tapped up out there. Yeah, the everything's on the table. Uh, another month of data will prove either side correct, but um, yeah, it's it's there. It's there. So coming out of this weekend, you're a Red Sox fan. We don't believe in. I am. We are unbiased. How confident are you feeling they locked the division down? It's now to completely not answer your question and give a very unnecessary preface. I will say, I think we switched positions. You were, when we first met, so negative about the Red Sox. And I was like, I was the, we got Alex Verdugo and the Mookie trade. That's actually a win. I think we actually won this trade. And you were kind of like, I'm, I don't like being a Red Sox fan. I'm going to quit life. And <laughs> I think you're coming in very positive on this team. And I'm, I also really like this team, but I'm a little wary for some reason. I don't know why that is. So what was your question? How likely is it, how likely is it that they win the division now? Ignore my stutter. I also think that we both can't be positive at the same time. 
If I yeah, come in ben, hot that day, you got you're coming in negative. It's just like you assume your role. It's like yes. all right, now I'm I'm the pessimist on the pod. If we both came in diehard Red Sox mode, would not be fun if you're not a Red Sox fan. No, it's not because we we're gonna get excited. Wilson's gonna have to stop blurring stuff out, and we don't need yeah. that. Yeah, it's gonna be like Heimbloom Snapchat. <laughs> Heimbloom's OnlyFans link in bio. I'd buy. Um, also, yours is coming soon. I hear. Yeah, we're about two months out of the OnlyFans. It's I'm excited. It's big. Wilson nice. and me have been in the lab cooking up some stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, some big can stuff coming. Edit videos like no one yeah. else. You don't understand how many arguments we've had over poses. I'm like Wilson. I don't want to do that. He's so forceful yeah. sometimes. And it's all fully clothed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. What do you, you think? I'm, you think I'm exposing myself to him? <laughs> no. You actually put more clothes on. That's your OnlyFans bit. You like put as many clothes on as possible. Yes, and then just surround myself with fans. It's it's yeah. very nice. Yeah. So the Red Sox, there's nothing that, like, they win games. They know how to win games. I think they need pieces. That's kind of obvious. Like, they need a pitching piece. Um, bullpen has been playing good lately, but when it's playing bad, you're like, oh, well, like, who, like, who is in this pen? So maybe one bullpen piece, one starting piece, and then I'd be really happy um, with the team. Then I think if they make – if they buy – their destiny is up to themselves. If they don't buy, I think the Rays could just outplay them to win the division. Oh wow, you're you're have a fence pole so far up your butt after that one. You just sat on that fence. No, no, no. I think that's a good take. I think that's a good take. It's a good take, but I asked for a, a aggressive answer. Yes, what is the chance of Red Sox winning the division? I need like a percentage or something. Oh, okay. So it is crazy that we're even talking about it like right it's now. It's kind of nuts. It's Rays Red Sox. Which is kind of feels weird. like that's what it's going to be for the rest of the year, because people were saying Blue Jays or Yankees, and now true, not kind of what it is. Oh, by the way, Rays. quickly remember I picked uh, the Blue Jays to have a better record than the Yankees. Eat a bug. Yeah, not, not you, but like to the one person who said I was dumb. You, I think you get half credit because the Blue Jays I aren't good. Get half credit, I but the Yankees credit. are also really bad. I was right on the Yankees. I was wrong on the Blue Jays, but it yeah. somehow is working out. In they my could favor. turn it around, though. They're missing George Springer. They don't have pitching. So. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Blue Jays. All right, I'll let you answer now. <laughs> <laughs> this is possibly record for the longest question of all time on this podcast. I'm sure the Guinness Book has a lot, and not the World Record Book, just a book about Guinness beer. <laughs> <laughs> just um, a pictures of a guy tasting Guinness yeah. beer. It's, just, like it's a coffee pictures. table book. <laughs> if I had to say right now, I think the Rays. I think the Rays have a better chance because they're better at winning regular season games. Wow. Um, so I'd go Rays. But I don't think that means the Red Sox flop. I just think the Rays are going to win a lot of games. I'm at a 65.5% chance that the Red Sox win the division. That, yeah. I, I could buy into that. 65%. I think they're winning it. So that's what happened in Fenway this weekend. A long way to get to that answer. But it was cool. We got to keep track of Garrett Cole because, you know, everyone's talking about it. I kind of feel bad going for the spin rate, but at the same time, I love it. It makes me laugh. It's it's kind of funny. Now let's go to another pitcher who everybody expected to have the same conversation, and he also had a bad weekend. His ERA went up for the first time in 31 innings. Jacob DeGrom. Mm -hmm. lost his streak of 31 scoreless innings this weekend and raised his ERA up from 0.61 to 0.69 just so he could go viral again. And I got to respect the genius of that. 
Yeah, I mean, if you if you think he didn't do that on purpose, you're wrong, and you're a fool, and you should look at yourself in the mirror and say, oh, is the Joker 2 coming out soon? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I think Jacob deGrom is kind of a victim in the situation because he had a good start. He did. Five and innings, two runs? Like, that's not bad. That's a bad start for deGrom. We're all like this. Also, I want to go back and clip that laugh I just made, like, 30 seconds ago, because yeah, it I was remember so high-pitched. It was hee 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 hee. Yeah, it was it was a it was a giggle. I giggled a little bit, and I'm it was kind of okay yeah. with that. That's true. I strive to make people giggle. You did make me giggle, but I saw that from Degrom, and I was like, it's so cool to see a pitcher shoving. Like we had Degrom shove, we had Nick Pavetta shove with the Red Sox. He almost had a no hitter going this weekend. There was uh, the combined no hitter with Chicago earlier this mm-hmm. week, and it was like, it's actually cool to see pitchers shove now that you know they're clean. It makes it feel way better. When you see that, like, because I was so used to seeing, like, seven innings, 10Ks, and I was like, oh, well, you know, what's going on there? Now you see that, and you're like, oh, that's for real. I'm coming in with a stupid question. Ooh, come in. I didn't even knock. <laughs> it's okay. My door is always open for you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> if you know where he lives, just walk in, I guess. What was more fun as a baseball fan, pretend nothing was a muck. There was no scandal stuff going around. Pitchers are shoving or pitchers are struggling, but also we haven't seen hitters been doing well. It's more just pitchers. Mm. The stats are less. So like a week in April as a unbiased, just baseball watcher, was that actually more exciting than this week where kind of all the stars just pitched okay? The one-week sample size, probably in April, just because there was more story. Like, there was, like, a no-hitter. Yeah, baseball like three no-hitters. Exactly. For the one week, it's popping, but it's not sustainable. I think this is far more sustainable. Yeah. It is interesting that we haven't – I don't know where I'm going with this question. If you think I'm going somewhere, I'm not. I'm just kind of I feel like out, you're at a dead end, and now you got to figure out how to get over it. Yeah, I, I took the right onto the dead end, and now I'm just driving into someone's house. Because it's like, <laughs> i got to go somewhere. <laughs> got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do a U-turn, for the Lord's sakes. Dude, I failed my driving test on a three-point turn, so never. You did? Ask. Yeah, it was bad. I So I finished my whole driving test, and then I got to the last part, and the lady was like, make a three-point turn. Made my first turn. On the second turn, I panicked, went over the curb, half into somebody's front yard. I looked at the lady. I was like, can I go again? She didn't say a word. I was like, oh, God. Oh. oh, God. Then the second time I went to get my driver's test, I went to the exact same school in an elevator on the way down to go take my driver's test because it was like a family-owned company that you did it through to take it for the RMV. Weird stuff. And I'm in Already there, weird. and the daughter of the owner was, like, trying to make everybody feel better. And she's like, don't worry. The lady's really nice. They only failed one person last month because he, like, drove into someone's yard. And I was like, yeah, whoever did that? Not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, like, no. what a loser. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Are you a good driver? No. I'm so bad, dude. I am when I'm driving, literally the last thing on my mind is driving. I'm just thinking about so many different things. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kinda with you. I'm not a great driver, but I've never crashed, so Oh, I've I've crashed them many. A many a times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never drive with you anymore. Don't. Um so I was talking about oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy if I remember this. Pitchers, oh, we haven't seen hitters overperforming, which is good for the MLB I think because the pitchers were overperforming, they fixed it, and now it seems like it's evened out. 
instead mm-hmm. of like like if there was the most home runs of any day as soon as they made the rule change we'd be like oh no what is that <laughs> oh god yeah. <laughs> just freaking 20 bombs i do think there has been a little bit because we've seen i feel like we're getting more big hitter nights than we were before like we're getting the kyle schwarber run which we're gonna get to we're getting the Tatis free homers in a night we're getting the Vladdy consistent dingers. And also I feel like we're getting it more from the the smaller players in the sense that like um, Zach McKintry has been hot for the Dodgers. I feel like there's more stories like that of individual hitters catching fire now than there were earlier That's in the true. season. Yeah, hitters are catching fire maybe more, but also they're not overshadowed by a no-hitter. And there's like also hitters can actually true. breathe. And I also think that the games are kind of a little bit better in a sense that now – I do enjoy watching pitchers try to figure out how to pitch to hitters that they used to be able to just... Like, Rafi Devers is the perfect example. He was hitting something from, like, the stretch of May to, like, June 12th. He was hitting, like, 194 against four-seam fastballs because there was so much spin on it that he couldn't he couldn't barrel it up. And ever since that they started doing the substance check, he's hitting almost 400 against four-seam fastballs. So it's like, now that it's a four-seam fastball and not... A, a dropper he's he can hit it so it's kind of cool to see that is a ripple from this whole thing that i think maybe i didn't understand at first and i'm assuming a lot of other people didn't either because i hope everyone's as dumb as me that the sticky stuff doesn't only help breaking balls but it also is like the most effective just with a forcing like just a straight fastball oh, yeah. if you can improve that rpm that's like almost more effective than having a crazy curveball uh, uh, baseball is literally a game of an, less than an inch sometimes. So if you're forcing fastball, it's just getting a little bit of run or a little bit of drop on it, man. That's the difference between a pop-up and a 500-foot home run. So yeah. it's it's cool to see. I'm, I'm a hitter. This season, I'm just rooting for chaos, and I want hitters to just go off. And I want to see pitchers' ERAs just get exploded. Like pitchers mm-hmm. who were clearly cheating. Like even Garrett Richards of the Red Sox who, like, kind of getting exposed right now yeah and i'm almost at the point where i'm like this is funny because i'm like it's getting funny like when he comes out after the press conference and dude they're the clip of garrett richards one point like i'm just happy i made it this far into my career before they changed the rule like he was ready to literally just retire at the press conference (laughs) just like i guys i i made it like i'm good now like i don't i don't want to do this anymore it's so funny he's basically saying the Red Sox paid me money. I'm here. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to the Red Sox game uh, Monday night. So by the time this comes out, you guys will already know. I already have been at the game, and Garrett Richards is pitching. I don't know what I'm going to see. There's going to be some stuff on the mound. Make the prediction. He's giving up six home runs, and I'm going to borderline laugh at the last one. Against the Royals. Oh, Royals are coming in. Banging Garrett Richards. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to happen. And then we're going to win 9-6, to six and I'm going to be happy. Six, so six solo, solo shots. shots. Six solo shots. All in a row to start the game. <laughs> Dude. Uh, okay. What number home run do you start laughing at that point? Probably four. Is it the, the fourth one goes out. You're just like, no. oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But the, they just leave him in. You're just like, all right, die. You're going to go out there and die in a sword tonight. So I do think it's I think it's funny in the sense of like, oh, when pitchers are struggling. But then it's also cool to see now, not cool to see, but now we saw our first ejection of the season with a pitcher 
using sticky substance, which made me think, you know how you said, I wish everybody in the world was as dumb as me? Yeah. This guy is as dumb as you. Hector Santiago <laughs> of the Mariners got tossed out of the game between the Mariners and the White Sox for using, allegedly using illegal substances on his glove and his wrist. The first pitcher ejection we've gotten since the new rules, and it made me, it raised a many questions in my head, but Jack, what's your initial thought? It's cr- it's crazy to me that it happened so early, because we kind of predicted that it wasn't going to happen like all season, but I guess that's not the case. People, and ugh, I don't want to do it, the fans made me do it, I'm going to bring up my drug addict analogy again. Not again! <laughs> they're itching for that their wrists are itchy for the sticky stuff and they used it but in seriousness i think the situation we're recording this probably two days before it comes out so more stuff will probably come out about this but they don't know what it was exactly that he got ejected for it could have been something to like mark up the ball and not actually like it could have been something compensating for the loss of sticky stuff sticky stuff and not actually sticky stuff so but that's also kind of weird too but very, I heard, very weird. Also, it's a guy that I'd never heard of before, which kind of makes sense. There's, good, there's a good meme. Like, his face when they, they toss him out is really memeable. So, like, I've already saved that to my camera roll. But mm-hmm. they were like, the broadcast of the Mariners, like, oh, maybe he has the inside of his gloves pointed up. I'm like, what does that even mean? They're like, the laces of his glove. Maybe he's scratching the ball with them. I'm like, is he trying to, like, carve out Egyptian hieroglyphics in the ball? I'm like, there's probably, like, a ball of, like, a glue in there. They're like, he's he's etching it out. I'm like, dude, this is a case of team broadcaster can't say, oh, no, this guy just got caught. They're like, ah, oh, maybe he's scratching up the ball for more grip. I'm like, he's not, this isn't Jack and Wiffle Ball. <laughs> he's an Audi glove. <laughs> he just got little spikes in there. He's just jamming yeah. it in. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, that, I, the funniest part of that whole thing, I was cracking up when I saw this video it's because so funny. They put the glove in in like an evidence bag, like it's <laughs> NCIS Chicago. Like, what is happening? <laughs> is this what? Imagine showing this video to someone before the season starts, being like, "MLB is back, full one sixty two, and it cuts to a pitcher getting ejected, and then them putting the glove in the in an evidence bag. People would think he's dealing cocaine in the seventh inning. Imagine this was the hype trailer for the MLB one sixty two season. Oh, welcome to Slam Diego. Cut. <laughs> glove like, in the bag. This is Criminal Minds. We're watching Criminal Minds. It was very funny. I love how serious the uh, the Bat Boy looked when he got the glove. They were like, all right, son, now you got to take care of this. Your life is in your hands. It was almost like, hilarious. Where do you think they send that to? It's just got to be oh, someone's house. nowhere. Like, that is going nowhere. Like, yup, that's a glove. Like, what are, they, what are they supposed to do? That is so PR. Is they're taking that glove, they're like, yeah, we're going to send this to Manfred, and nobody's paying for that stamp. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even... It'd be even more embarrassing if there's like a, um, a, I don't even know what they're called, like a morgue or like a, a police station and they're analyzing evidence and then someone Very brings in a bag. Things. There's two bags. <laughs> One opens, it's a dead human. The other opens, it's uh, a 2000 And they're like, oh, and they're looking inside. They're like, oh, yeah. Which one gets more definitely attention? Definitely some, sp- is that spider tag in there? Like, what is happening? What if it turns out there was nothing in the glove? Is that almost worse than if there was something in the glove? I mean, I, yeah, I guess I have to analyze his reaction. He's like, did he look guilty? Maybe oh, no, was... he looked guilty. He looked, he did the classic, 
what did I do? You know, like he was like, what? What? Wait, me? And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, could you at least like fake that you're not obviously guilty? It was kind of hilarious. I just thought to myself, I was like, how? Excuse my language. How dumb? Oh, I can call him a mouth breather because he got caught. He's a mouth breather. How dumb True. do you have to be to? We're five days in, five six days into this thing, to be like. Alright guys, I got a real good plan. I'm gonna put it on the inside of my glove. No one's gonna look there. First thing they do, I just wanted to know what was going for his brain when he was walking off the mountain. He's like, oh no. He's like, hopefully they don't notice that spot. <laughs> I think we should start a company. Like, you know, during Prohibition, they'd have fake floors to hide alcohol in? What are your analogies today? <laughs> We're referencing Prohibition? Me. It's 31 minutes in, Jack. We're not deep enough into this. I normally mention Prohibition at, like, the one-hour mark. Also, I'm sweating in my room right now. but My armpits so, are a little damp. Yeah, always. During Prohibition, they'd have fake floors to hide their alcohol in when it was illegal. So I think we should manufacture a glove, a custom A2000, with... <laughs> oh, your light's going to turn on? I'm with muting a you. Fake, <laughs> with a fake pocket, and you can unpeel the pocket, and it's just like spider tack. But the umps will never know. That would actually be kind of genius. I want to see pitchers get, like butt flaps that just like fall down and they reach back and tap it and they just yeah. put it on the ball and then the broadcast like wait what's going on down there but the, no one sees it <laughs> i mean it, if people keep getting caught and people still need it we could start seeing some like prison stuff going Ooh. on like you gotta they, they gotta make pictures squat and cough and see if anything pops out <laughs> <laughs> you know how like in a movie you always get the soldier who keeps like the spare knife by his sock he's like just yeah. in case i get in a battle is that what pictures are gonna start doing with pine tar it's just like they try to take one away. They reach down. They just tap the back of their leg. They're like, I got, I got some extra stuff down here for yeah. you. I well, just either way, the funny. umpires go out and they're like, Derek Cole, why do you have a knife on your leg? Cole, we could settle this a different way. We don't need to yeah. do it. I think it's almost kind of – it's hilarious at this point. If you're Garrett Cole, you just start going, all right, I'm just going to try, man. Hopefully they don't check me. Like I'm just going to wing it. Yeah, I mean, he obviously wants to pitch well, but he got the bag. I feel like it's Yan- the Yankees are the ones who are kind of nervous. That is true. It's just so classic that it's a reliever from Seattle. Of course it's Seattle. Like, the Mariners, the most irrelevant team, just heard our podcast, and Hector Santiago was like, how dare you insult us? I'm about to make your timeline. You're going to talk about me today. He did a good job. Yeah, I, officially, I think they're now not the most relevant team in the league to us right now, so we are searching. So teams apply. I just had a brain blast. Imagine brain, if, brain blast. Yeah, imagine if you're just like a back end of a reliever for the Pittsburgh Pirates and you you're just trying to make a name for yourself in Major League Baseball. You're twenty five years old. Go out there with Spider Attack, because you're about to go viral on Twitter and try to secure those followers. And then get like a re- time a really good quote tweet of it. And be like mm-hmm. You know, just try to secure that moment. Because why not? So you got marketing genius. You gotta get ejected in the game, or not? Okay, no, this is what you do. You do my prohibition idea, where you speak. Don't know about that. Well, okay, no, say you're in. You have to say you're in. All right, I'm in. I'm into prohibition. And you're pitching nasty. You're throwing frisbee sliders. You're looking like a wiffle ball pitches. I almost said me on the mound, but that felt a little too. Too much. So I, I we all know your it. ego's bigger than you can handle, but it's okay. It's true. Um, so then the MLB posts your highlight 
on Twitter saying, this random kid in double A was shoving today. Watch out for his debut soon. And then you respond to that with a picture of you holding spider tack smiling. <laughs> kind of like Dude, a, that's pretty epic. That is good. I will be upset with MLB pitchers or if you are in a bad organization like the Rockies and you're going to get paid even if you miss the 10 games and you don't try to secure that viral bag. Like hit, send us a message. Yeah. We'll plan out your, your moment for you. Be like, go out there, find, wait till Angel Hernandez is the umpire and just like stick it right on your nose and make him touch your nose. Just like, <laughs> you gotta be quicker than that, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're like 40 minutes into the podcast and we've already offered our TikTok services to like three athletes and one um, Heimbloom. So we might have to stop that. I don't know how much we can handle. I can handle all of it and more. We should probably yeah. get back into uh, the hot Only thing we can't handle is Pedro's balls, because he can only handle those. Oh, my God, dude. Don't don't even ask him if you can handle those. He'll be like, how dare... Serving Pedro Martinez a coffee must be the worst thing ever. He's yeah, must be he grabs so your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some sugar? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I, okay, no sugar. All good, Pedro. Not that no, kind of no. sugar. <laughs> like, all right, all right, buddy. Let's calm down over there. All right, uh, what, take it easy. What are we doing? <laughs> We're talking about Kaya Schwarber because okay. we've been talking about pitchers and how they've been dominating, not dominating, grabbing balls. Kaya Schwarber's been hitting balls, man. 12 home runs in his last 13 games as a leadoff hitter, which is just, by the way, insane. 12 home runs in the 13 games, not even capable of doing that in MLB The Show on rookie mode. So, clap yeah. for Kaya Schwarber. Good signing. It's kind of my main takeaway. Good signing by the Nats. They're not playing great, but um, they've been hot. I mean, com- yeah, that's true. But they've- for the season, they they haven't been on a lot of people's radars. But they're getting hot. Schwarber's kind of leading them to victory, and if- they made a lot of moves. And it seems like that Schwarber. I questioned a lot of the moves, and the Schwarber one is at least now been a good signing. A lot of teams, I'm sure, would love a 12 home runs and 13 games from their leadoff hitter. I look at it like this. I said they needed to hit on Josh Bell or Kyle Schwarber, and they hit on Kyle Schwarber, and now they're the second team in the NL East. They have a 37-38 record, which isn't great, but the Mets are four games That's ahead of them at 40-33. and 33. They're second in the uh, NL East right now, and they're they're still seven and a half games back of a wild card, but hey, man, doesn't really matter. If they can just be second in the NL East by the end of the season— pretty cool but a little bit more on Kyle Schwarber saying 12 home runs he said out at the leadoff spot over his 12 games are the most any leadoff hitter has slugged in the 12 game span in MLB history so put his name in the Guinness Book of World Records way to go Kyle Schwarber he said five home the, runs is the first the batter Guinness of the game oh, the Guinness beer book sorry yeah. so he has five leadoff homers like first pitch of the game type stuff uh with 571 average in the leadoff spot with eight for 14 so Kyle Schwarber's having himself a month, and it brings me a question. If you're the Nationals fans, and you're in the Nats right now, are you super into this? Like, we're about to make a run, or do you trade Kyle Schwarber tomorrow? I think what the Nats fans are feeling is it's 2019 all over again. We're going to make another run. I think that's where their headspace is. So I think they're, they want to be buying. Because mm. I look at it like, oh, you trade Kyle Schwarber tomorrow, dude. You drive him to the airport. Because yeah. his value right now, a left. The, what would the Yankees pay for a guy like Kyle Schwarber in that lineup right now? A Schwarber left-handed hitter so... who can do that? 
he's so tough though because like what what does he play well if he goes he can play outfield who else do the yankees got out there Andujar and clint frazier it's not like they're yeah, well, tracking down balls the, the yankees would take anyone but like for a competitor i would assume would trade for him not to trash the yankees but also to trash the yankees it it's feels like the Nats were the only team that signed like the Nats signed him. They were clearly the team that was most in on him. I think he's gonna stay because it it's hard to find like a great fit for Schwarber. I feel like the Nats is is a pretty good fit. The only guy it has to be an AO team, in my opinion. Uh and I view whether or not I think the Yankees are the perfect fit if they're willing to pay. Cause they have you saw it against the Red Sox this weekend. They have eight right handed bats in their lineup. Yeah. On a consistent they, basis. If they could get Kyle Schwarber, a left-handed power hitter, in 2019, the reason uh, the Nats are the only one to sign him is because in 2020 he had a bad year, but 2019 he hit like 40 dingers. And I, if the Yankees can get a guy of like a, who's as hot as Schwarber, who's as good a hitter as Schwarber's been this year, a left-handed hitter in the middle of that lineup to just create some type of look, try to spark something, he has a one-year deal, money's not high. I think that's like a no-brainer if you're Brian Cashman. I do think the issue, though, is power and nothing else, and I think the Yankees want contact, speed, and defense, and I don't think Schwarber's that at all. But it would be good to have a... I mean, it's always good to have a lefty power, but the Yankees have power. They just can't do anything else. I look at it like this. The people who Schwarber replace are supposed to be contact, defense, and speed, and they don't do that well either, or power. So at least get someone in there who does something well, and if Kyle Schwarber can hit for power... That's fine. Also, the fact that the Red Sox can go into a series against you and be like, they have eight right-handed hitters, so we're just going to throw Adam Ottavino every night because he's yeah. a right hand reliever and these are all righties. You can't – that's not a sustainable approach. I, I'd be shocked if the Yankees got Schwarber, um, but I do – I also just think he's going to stay on the Nats because even the Nats are playing better than the Yankees. I have a sleeper pick, too, for him <clears throat> where, where he should go. Milwaukee. They've had a banged-up outfield this year. Lorenzo I like that King, more, yeah. Christian Yelich have been hurt. They always need another bat. They, they have that bat, rotation. Yeah. Their offense hasn't been as good this season. Ortic's never historically good. They're in a tight race with the Cubs. If you can go get Kyle Schwarber, former Chicago Cub, bring him in a little pop in the middle of that lineup, add like a series bat, that's also kind of fire. That would be good. I feel like we moved on a little too quick from, like, are they going to trade him? Because, like, I don't know. Are Um... Depends on how they play the next couple of weeks. I think, what's when's the trade deadline? July 21st? July 31st, 11th? right? 31st? 31st. July 31st, I think, is the trade deadline. Because they waived the, the no-waiver trade de- deadline, which never made any sense to me in the first place. The draft's the 11th. Yeah, 31st is uh, the trade deadline. Jack Leiter, number four to Boston. Just wait for that. So, if that happens, I'm buying a jersey immediately. I mean, it's looking like we're either going to get Rocker or Lighter, or Heim's probably going to pick some nobody that will be good, but we don't like him right now. It's probably yeah, what's going to happen. Likely. Most likely. But I think that it's more likely than not that they do trade him, but if they're not to stay hot, like, who knows, man? Because they've been a good team lately. I mean, how can you sell if you're below 500 in second place? Like, the, I don't, I don't want to go full hater, but the NL East is so bad. True. Every, I mean, the Mets are in first, and... They're a, a roller coaster every week. So they I, can't hit. They're really bad at hitting sometimes. Like it's yeah. watching them hit is 
kind of like a wiffle ball game at times. Now, Lindori's been getting hot, so that's good for them, and they needed that. But I look at their lineup, and I'm so not scared as a pitcher. I'm like, oh, that's a lineup. Their pitching, though, is so good. It banged up always, but their pitching is just so good. It can carry them. But, like, the Phillies are bad. The Nats are below 500. The Marlins are horrible. And then the Braves are just a disaster. So those were all supposed to be good teams. It feels, well, the Braves just keep getting bit by the bad luck. Like, Mike Soroka ruptures his Achilles again. Yeah. Which might have been the only sad piece of news for me this week. Like, it was a re- I had a really good week, but Mike Soroka getting hurt, I was like, that sucks, bro. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Walking to the stadium, he re-tears his Achilles out for the season. Career, like, changing injury. I was like, that sucks. Yeah. And I think it just puts a stamp on this Brave season. I look at the Braves just like I do the Yankees now. I think we kind of know what they are at this point. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, the Braves' record, they could easily uh, record they're numbers-wise. Free, they're five games back in the division. One hot week, they could take the lead. Yeah. It, they're, numbers-wise, it's so easy to say they could win the division. But when you look at the team and, like, who they have, it's weird. It would be weird to predict that they're going to get hot. Yeah, I don't think their pitching staff's too banged up. It just... I don't know. I maybe I'm dra- reacting too harshly to the halfway mark of the season because there's still 81 games to be played. Yeah. You've played 80 baseball games. I think we kind of know what you are. Like, you know, yeah, it's. I, but that can also change. Teams could play a great 81, and then the next 81 they play bad, and then you look at the end of the year and they're like, oh, they're below 500, and then you look through and like, oh, they did a good first half. What happened? So we'll see some teams fall off, um, and then some teams play even better like the Nats in 2019 but it is I don't even I can't even say what the Braves will be because they could literally win five games in a row and be in first place my philosophy with baseball is people say it's a marathon not a sprint I believe it is kind of a sprint in the sense that once you come out of the gate after about 60 games it's really hard to catch up and change that type of approach it is a sprint in that sense what we it's very hard once you're into the everyday part of a baseball season for you to change your identity as a team. So if you don't come out sprinting, like that's why I think the Red Sox first 12 games defined their entire season. If they were bad after that Oreo series, we aren't talking about the Red Sox today. I think baseball is a relay race. It's like 10 sprints by different people to make up this long marathon because certain people have to get hot at certain times. Things have to work out. You got to make good trades. You got to gel as a team. There's a bunch of different little sprints. It's not just one sprint by one player. So the relay race as a whole makes up the season, but yeah, people do call it a marathon, which I think is true in some cases, but then in other cases, like I think the more accurate thing is it's like a bunch of little sprints because you can win 10 in a row, and that, depending on the circumstance, if your rival loses 10 in a row, then you're 10 games ahead, and then you're clear for the next month. Yeah, it's just it, it's true. It's just weird how it works. Because I believe in baseball, I think the, there's two most important things are energy, then talent. I think energy over talent. Because in the 162-game yeah. season, we see it with the Yankees right now, like or just the Braves. Like If you don't set that type of winning that culture early in the season— What'd you say? 
that like it factor that exactly. like, he, like if, the night the nats the red sox had in 2018 if, if you don't have that energy from april like i'm excited to play baseball every single day it doesn't matter how damn good you are as a team oh 162 will wear you down like mentally physically of course but mentally more importantly if you don't have that it vibe as a team where like you have the energy and the willingness and the desire to be on that field for nine innings which is crazy every day to play baseball it's like it can wear you down so i look at a team like the braves i look at the team like the yankees i'm like they don't have that it factor they're not gonna do it so i've kind of made up my mind yeah, Braves and Yankees are were two teams that were supposed to be like at the powerhouses, and they've kind of kind of disappointed. But in a weird way, I think it's good for the league because we came in, or maybe this was just over, over us overreacting that there were some really borderline super teams. Like we were looking at Braves, Padres, and Dodgers just so much better than everyone else, and the Giants are in first place. So I think in the West, like we're the parity has been really good. I agree. First to 50 wins for the Giants, which is awesome. It is kind of crazy because if you asked, I think probably the most pre-picked uh, World Series was probably what? A Braves versus Yankees. Yeah, With Dodgers, Dodgers Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. So it's a, nice so, remi- it's a nice reminder, so though, after weird. that 60-game season. like I think this is a perfect example of what a full baseball season should be like. I honestly don't understand. Obviously hindsight's 2020 now that we know what this Yankees team is I know we've talked a lot about the Yankees but it's interesting they aren't good and they were like the easy Vegas favorite to make the World Series and stuff like that it's like how has that been the case for so long like just based off roster like they're just looking at the roster and stuff I think another perfect example of that to break out of the Yankees thing would just be the St. Louis Cardinals if you looked at preseason predictions, everybody was like, the NL Central is slop. The St. Louis Cardinals are the best team. Because, like, once again, and I, we might have fallen into this too, after the 60-game season, you forget about simply energy, it factor, yeah. team chemistry. What are players able to do over that full 162? Yeah, you may be the most talented player, but can you show up every day and you, can you be out there and can you give your team a chance to win like the cardinals are two and eight in their last 10 37 and 41 on the season now the brewers red hot 45 and 33 seven and three in their last 10 they've been killing it lately like the difference between that man if you ask people before the season brewers or cardinals it would have been cardinals now the brewers are up on them by nine games so it factor a lot of cool circumstances that come through a baseball season that i appreciate and just a good reflection of hey you gotta, you gotta be. There's some push. There's a lot of lenience with what these teams are gonna be. We have no idea. That's why you play the games and you don't just decide on preseason predictions because everything can happen. And even now, I do think, I think we've made good points, but these are all overreactions because we've played ha- less than half the season. Everything's gonna change even more by the time we're talking about the last week of the season. We could see oh. the Phillies in first place, and then we're talking about how the Mets just had a crazy fall off or the Giants win the division or they just fall off in the second half of the season so that's why every baseball game is played and each each little game is a little sprint and then you zoom out and it's like a mosaic of running Ooh, mosaic of course we're overreacting we got to do a podcast every week we got to overreact that's what we get what we get paid to do we don't get paid (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Wilson, we rob Wilson? Wilson when he's sleeping. We do. We, we take all his money. You think he has, like, Wilson tried to invest in a 401k, but I just redirected it to your bank account. So every yeah. week he goes to deposit, and it's just like, oh, cool, I got 12, I got 12 bucks. But he doesn't use real money. He uses, like, wacky bucks, and you're like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a trust fund kid, so. Oh, he's such a trust fund kid. Yeah. He also plays tennis. Him. Yeah. You versus Sadly. Wilson tennis match coming to the YouTube soon. I'll smoke him. No, he's – oh, Wilson's crushing you. He's his, He has power, but he has no mobility. He is limited. If it's raining outside, though, you're done. That's true, yeah. You're done, dude. You don't even know who's going to hit you. You're, you're yeah. ruined. Get a puddle there. <laughs> the like my stuffed line. animal panda? <laughs> Full circle. That's called a podcast. I think we could probably get to the power rankings unless you want to talk about anything else. Yeah, let's power some ranks. Let's power some ranks. Yeah. Don't know where to go off to power some ranks, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I go. do have a really odd question for you before we get to power rankings. It has nothing to do with baseball. Yeah, and I also have a few more things to bring up. Oh, you do the you do your questions first then. Okay, let's stay so, in baseball. Oh, I just smacked everything. Um we're okay, everything's fine. I was Leave that in. Leave that in. Oh that's yeah, <laughs> staying in. This is called raw footage. I was pretty upset at work today. It I had a long week at work. Um Did you miss me? And what? I said, Did you miss me? Is that why you were upset? Yeah, obviously. Okay. And a few <laughs> things were just boiling on my brain. The first thing is ketchup packets are so obnoxious that they think that's enough ketchup. Like, you squeeze one out, and unless you get every little inch, and even if you get every little inch, it's probably, what, two dips full of fries? Like That's generous. Yeah. In order to have a meal, you'd have to quite literally get more ketchup packets than french fries. That is a mind-blowing stat that I never realized before. What is the ratio of ketchup packets per french fry? You get 10 french fries, you need 15 ketchup packets. Yeah, I mean, and that's if you like a lot of ketchup. Even if you like just a little bit, it's probably two fries to one packet, which is ridiculous. That is not good. And then if the fries get a little denser and they're a little dry, you got to overcompensate. Oh, my God, wow. Ketchup packets are – and how long did it take to open one? Especially if you don't get it first yeah. try and you crinkle it a little bit, now you're here for an hour. Like the the cyber truck came out last year or two years ago, but we're still using ketchup packets. Like, can't we have or just make them like three times bigger? Just like the big packet. I don't know. That maybe we. The only do thing that. more offensive than a ketchup packet is those little plastic cups they give you at fast food places. Like, I'm supposed to dip my fry into this paper mache thing. I don't want to make yeah. origami. I want to shove food in my mouth. So give me yeah. a bigger cup. It's all it's all just ridiculous. The next thing I wanted to bring up, uh, because this is really just a question I wanted to talk to someone about, and we do a podcast, so I'm just going to bring it up. Objectively, what is the worst song of all time? And there is a right answer. Ooh, that is a great question. It is by, what is the name of the song? I know what the song is called, and I can't think of it, but... Tell me your answer. Happy birthday. Oh, not where I was going. I was going Ocean Avenue by that's the song I was going to go with. All right. Interesting. Happy birthday is so annoying because you've everyone's heard it so many times. It's maybe fun the first time you hear it when you're like literally one years old 
and you can't hear because humans don't actually hear anything until they're 10. So it's very annoying. And it's the only song that should be happy that no one ever sings happy. You know, so true. It's happy birthday to you. It should be happy, but people sing it sad. It's never good. And it is just the worst. Like, it's the least catchy song ever, I think. <laughs> because you've heard it so many times. You never. Have you ever just been walking down the street being like, oh, happy birthday stuck in my head? No, because if you are, you're a serial killer. That is very true. And also, nobody's ever. Happy birthday is never for the person you're singing it to. We all know it. Nobody wants to be saying it. It's for the person, yeah. people who are singing it. Because they feel the like, concept. oh, I'm, I'm going to sing to you. It's like, please, yeah. no. Name another moment in life where if somebody said, I'm going to sing to you, and you said no, they would just continue to sing. It's like, what? Yeah, America's Got Talent and your birthday are the only two only situations. Times. And they're both very awkward. Can I do my honorable mentions of songs that I thought you were going to say? Yes. Star Spangled Banner. Um, <laughs> no, that, that kind of slaps. does kind of slap. You know, it does yeah. slap a little bit. You can, you can tear yeah. me up with a good Star Spangled Banner song. You can get me going. But that's why I was like, oh, is he going to go hot take here? Yeah, no. I th- similar energy, but I think Star Spangled Banner is a more entertaining song. They all, people who sing it also actually know how to sing. That's also true. Well, Singers that's, sing well, it's, it. They're the same thing, but... Yeah, people who don't know how to sing sing Happy Birthday, and people who like to sing too much sing Star Spangled Banner at, like, the halftime of your junior high basketball game. Want to hear the, the least funny thing that a person can do is fake a birthday at a restaurant? Literally the least funny thing. Yeah. Maybe the first time you thought about it on your own and you do it, you're like, oh, this is so fun. YOLO. But then after that, and now, like, everyone knows, everyone does it, and it's just like, why? It's like, this is... That poor is waitress it... gotta come over and sing to you <laughs> while you shove cheesecake down your face hole. Like, this is not a good time. Is faking a birthday at a restaurant worse than, like, pranks, like, social experiments? Oh, the only thing worse than that is the people who, like, drop milk in grocery aisles, and they're like, this is oh, funny. Yeah. I'm like... That's bad. You... I hope that... That should be our punishment. If you do something that we don't like, you get tied down in a chair and somebody sings happy birthday for you for five straight hours on repeat. You just have That's to sit good. there and listen. <laughs> just yeah. suffer through it. That's pretty good. Wilson has just informed me that happy birthday is his favorite song because of course it is. His playlist is garbage. <laughs> it's just, it's just, happy, it's birthday. just happy birthday. That's it. Just different uh, versions of Happy Birthday that's been, like, recorded over the years. Yeah. Or just him singing Happy Birthday to himself because nobody's He's a psycho, him. and we hate him. All right, let's rank some power. All right, bet. Power ranking time based nothing but on hype. I think I said that right. Based on nothing but hype. We didn't do this last week because we forgot, so we're sorry. But let's do it this mm. week, Jack. Number five, who do we got coming in? Our Red Sox, we talked about them a lot, so they're number five. That is the rule, as we all know. Rule number five, Garrett Whitlock. So the Red Sox swept the Yankees, but they're number five mainly because we're Red Sox fans and we watched them, and they just seem like they've really clicked on their baseball, their type of baseball they're playing. It's a good, it's a really fun brand of baseball to watch, and they're battling for first place in the East in almost July. So Currently our first place. Epic. First place. 
First place, they had their best series of the year, in my opinion, this weekend. Great for the Red Sox. How about the Milwaukee Brewers, who just continue to stay hot and continue to stay out of the news cycle because nobody wants to talk about cheese, apparently. Everybody wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers. But the Brewers, 7-3 in their last 10, like we mentioned earlier. They continue to shove. We're slapping the ball around a little bit, too. And as they get into the division race with the Cubs, they hold a free game lead over the Cubs, who've also been hot in the past like months they've been killing it a little bit slowed down a little bit this month but the brewers just consistently seven and three in their last pet 10 for the past like six weeks in a row five game winning streak they've been killing it jack who we got number three number three is the nats also a team we talked about in today's episode hope you enjoyed the episode by the way schwarber's kind of leading this team he him alone him alone is Heem. the number three team him I agree. Schwarber carried this team into the number three spot. And also, everybody else just wanted to be really bad this week, so they earned it by default. How about 50? Because the Giants got the 50 wins this year week for the first team in baseball. And that's insane. We, talk, we always say we don't talk about the Giants enough. And I don't think you can talk about the Giants enough right now because what they're doing is truly amazing right now. They continue to stay hot. I think 8-2 in their last 10 games now. Literally every week they're 8-2. That's huge. They're coming up with a huge series against the Dodgers, who got swept by the Padres, so they're hungry. Kind of a series, like a season-defining series, feels like, for the Dodger, for the Giants and the Dodgers. So, look forward to that. The Giants, first team to 50 wins in baseball, and still the only team with 50 wins. It's crazy. That That is a crazy stat, especially in the year people said the Dodgers are going to win 120 games, and now the Giants were the first to 50 wins. It's, it's crazy. Goes to show that... The fans are dumb. You want to hear one more cool stat? I would love to. The Giants have a plus 100 run differential, and the Diamondbacks have a minus 107. Cool little stat. So if they played, it would be almost impossible for the Diamondbacks to win, statistically. Statistically, yes. There's a negative 200% chance. It's crazy. Number one... The Padres, who, in a weird way, we haven't talked about this team in a long time, basically since the preseason, but they're heating up, and the best thing possible for the MLB, for the young fans, Tatis is just having a really good season. After a weird start, he went yard three times in one game. I'm surprised we didn't talk about that, Um, but we are now. He went deep three times in the first three at-bats. The Giants sweep the Dodge or Padres sweep the Dodgers, and then in the first time in eight years, I think. So kind of a um, season-defining, if not, like, month, at least a defining moment. Padres are just that team again right now, it feels like. So if it wasn't for those pesky Giants, I don't know. Yeah, Padres felt like a couple weeks ago we were like, oh, this team's 500. They might be in a little bit of trouble. They flipped the switch. Now Manny Machado's making highlight defensive plays. Cronenworth is playing maybe like the best second baseman in the NL right now. Tatis went off for the free home run. 700 slugging percentage right now. The best since like Barry Bonds had like a 700 slugging percentage. Everyone's upset about it. I love it. Tatis stay hot. Padres stay hot. Crazy thing. They go 9-1 in their last 10 games and they're still third place in the NL West. Shows you what a bad couple weeks of baseball can do to a team and how much you have to work to get out of that. Yeah, I, and how good this NL West is. Like, it's it's the best division of baseball right It now. really is. This was a wild pod. Very different. Super cool. I just dropped my guitar pick. But it was awesome. I loved it. 
yeah, we had fun. I feel like we just talked about the same thing for an hour, but it was different things. But it really feels like we just went for it. Hopefully you guys liked it. What should we have people do? Oh, next episode, we'll have the shout-out. So if you're listening, you want to be in the shout-out, hit us up on IGDM or YouTube comment. We'll go through and pick some shout-outs for the week. Memorable. Maybe Yeah, a handful of memorable shout-outs. Um, we'll do it once a week on every Tuesday pod. Monday, Tuesday every, pod. Every Friday pod. So every Friday podcast. Every Friday you, pod. Every Friday podcast, no. we're going to be shouting out a handful of people. Yes. Yeah, every Friday pod. Every Friday pod, we're going to shout out a handful of people who we notice supporting the pod above and beyond. You guys, you know, you guys make this all possible. You guys are the 200Ks that supported us. So if you guys support us, why not support you? So again, you guys always send us messages. Emoji of the week. How about we go with Z? What emoji are we feeling? I think no emoji. No emoji. All right. Yeah. No. The ball's in your court. Impress us. Yeah. Do something cool. Yeah, because we want to shout out people. If we get enough, we'll do it every episode. So, um, balls in your court, court, people. And hopefully you'll be like Pedro and grab them. Hell yeah. And on that note, guys, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at We Got Ice. Send us those cool messages. We appreciate it. We Got Ice Baseball on Instagram and TikTok. Twitter, We Got Ice BB. Go follow that up for nightly baseball recaps and all that fun stuff. It's a good follow. I run it. So, I'm a little biased, but appreciate that. And other than that, I think we're out of here. So, take it easy, guys. And stay chilling. Peace.